Hey, Kyle, uh, are you recording with the right microphone? Connor, I guarantee we will not have a sound problem this week. Mm. It's the M word! Hello and welcome to The M Word, a millennial podcast by millennials. I'm your West Coast millennial, Connor. And I am your much smoother sounding Lone Star millennial, Kyle. We are two just smooth, jazzy basses, whispering sweet, sweet answers to your problems needing to be solved, which we might actually solve. I really hope that R.E.M. doesn't sue me for... Um, it's just accidentally doing the melody of amber is the color of your energy. Because that's the first thing I thought of whenever I heard jazz was, and that's not jazz. All those things you just said, I didn't get. I didn't get any of those names. Do All you... of those proper <laughs> nouns, completely in one ear and out the other, just shot like a bullet. Okay, well, you know you know REM, REM sleep, like REM sleep? Yes. So there was a band, I think in the 80s or 90s, whose entire purpose was to just gently guide you into REM sleep. So they called themselves REM. And then they talked about how amber is like the color of your sleeping energy. And they'd be like, amber is the color of your sleeping energy. What? And then they rapped. I don't know why they rapped. Yeah, I hated all of that. I didn't. I didn't like any of it. Hey, I don't Connor. know why they would rap. Yeah, I'm doing super, super good, Kyle. I didn't I'm doing ask. Just fine. I did not ask. Yeah. And I let's let the record show I did not ask. <laughs> oh, but I guess, well, I guess, you know Connor, who, how are, how are you doing? No, you know who does care about how I'm doing? Our new patrons. Yeah. On Patreon. Yeah. We want to th- personally thank Eve and Vicky for 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 donating to to the, to the cause that's worth donating to. And we also never actually thanked our very first patron who's been there just from the beginning, but it's mostly because it's nepotism. And that's, you know, from episode one, we don't fuck with nepotism. We don't fuck with nepotism here on the M word. Uh, we do fuck with uh, advertising. Wait, hold on. Let me thank my brother. I know we don't fuck with nepotism, but let me thank my brother. Thank him. Thanks, Jeep. You're also our patron, and we love you for it. And also, Vicky and Eve, we also love you for it. Y'all are beautiful, beautiful souls, and I hope you all live forever. And we can guarantee that if you give to our Patreon today. Today, free human health elixir. Yeah. We promise it's not semen. Legally, we cannot promise that. That's just a little disclaimer. Um, well, I'll speed it up in, in post-production. Nice. Yeah. Nice, 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 nice. Kyle, uh, yeah, my week was super stellar. Um, yesterday, I or I told you, I don't know if I told you, about a week ago, I lost my driver's license. It's gonzo. It's super gonzo. I went to, uh, and I had to go to my favorite place on the planet. The Department of Motor Vehicles. Well, well first, I, I went home and i slept for a little while because i was how did you get there without your driver's license i definitely didn't drive there's no way you can't drive without your license that's illegal absolutely not no i mean i i would say that i i flew but 
But no, no, I, I, I somehow glided gently into my sweet soft bed. And the next day I did go to the to the Department of Motor Vehicles. And I tell you what, I tell you what, I don't like it. I know it's not common, no, but but it's not it's not the the funnest place in the world. And Kyle, the reason I'm telling you this is because the line was so long. Connor, I'm just glad we're finally one of those comedy shows that's really hitting the jokes that nobody ever talks about. Like the line at the DMV. Why are we not talking about the line at the DMV? No, they were serving me airplane food and it was terrible. Oh, DMV food tastes terrible. That's my Jerry Seinfeld, by the way. I thought that was very obvious, exactly who I was. I remember when I was a kid and I would watch that boy on that on that big old screen and he would he would be telling me about about getting like a like blood stains out with like laundry detergent, and I was like, Jerry, <laughs> what are you? I don't think listening? you were you were watching Jerry oh, Seinfeld. It, it might have been CSI, and Jerry Seinfeld was Gary was guest starring was Garing starring. I thought you were gonna say Gary Busey, <laughs> and I was <laughs> like, that's a totally different show. Jerry was Garing starring on CSI. What he was talking about getting blood stains out, and I was like, Jerry, what are you hiding? And just to tie it all together, what you're saying is that they're at the DMV. There are a lot of blood stains. They're probably. I. I mean, I, there are people scratching themselves on the on the pavement, sitting. Right, you're sitting in that hot hot sun. You're burning your skin. You're oozing your fluids all over the ground. People are slipping, falling. People's papers that they brought are being ruined. I. I didn't wait. I sat there for a solid 10 minutes. I play, I pulled out my phone. I played my new Pokemon game. And I was like, this is... I'm already out of levels. Like, I can't play any more, any more quests. Like, the, I gotta go. I got, I got errands to run. I got people to see. I couldn't drive. Right. So, so that's... I mean, you got errands to run, but you can't do anything without a license. But I can't do anything without my license. So I ended up, you know, not. I didn't drive. <laughs> I didn't drive. So you're at the DMV, and you're waiting. People are scratching themselves, and you're, there's a very long line. You tried to entertain yourself with your smart device, but ultimately, what you are about to say, obviously, is that whenever it finally came your time and you had to do the driving test, which is they always require you to do a driving test at the DMV whenever you have to get a new license. So what would you say was the highlight of your driving test? Well, I, I remember turning around at the very beginning... Right. I, I turned around because you got to back out of the parking spot and I, I did I did the neck turn and the guy the guy gave me a nod like That's a my favorite part like a like a sexual nod. Oh, my God. On a scale of one to ten, how sexual was this nod? I never even thought about that. Uh huh. You got to watch out. You're in California. So that's uh that's that's sexual nod country, as they call it. I haven't. I'm not familiar with that. Can you tell me? How does that work? Well, it's very difficult to describe in an audio format. Um, so you know how your head can go up and down? Mm-hmm. It's kind of like that whenever you the, you see the nod, when the head goes up and down, within their eyes is a burning desire of lust. And that lust eats away in their God-fearing soul. And we are all transformed in the fire of sexual nodity. N- n- yeah. N- nodity. Nod- yeah. Nodity. Nodity. Yeah. Nodity. 
No, that that wasn't this guy. When I looked into his eyes, they were dead. <laughs> He's just dead. He's one of those dead DMV guys. No, he wasn't. He wasn't all there. He was just checking the boxes. But it's not did feel good to my heart and soul. So that's, that's all that really matters. So Kyle, how's your week? It's not too bad. I've been playing a lot of of a video game in my spare time and reading a book in my spare time. So that's I'm I'm a I'm a I'm what you might call an a a, a, con, a force of contradiction because who plays video games and also reads books? It's like one or the other, you know. No, Kyle, you're just a nerd. I am a nerd. No, let me. Yeah. Let, I'm glad, Connor, you brought me over to uh, Kyle's uh, book recommendation corner. The book I finished this week is a book called The Philosopher's Flight by Tom Miller. It's a very very good book where women have superpowers. And it's set in the 1930s. And a male also has a, kind of a superpower that he's also good at. And he's living in a female-dominated society. And it's very interesting, the parallel. Well, it's not female-oriented. It's just like, it's just is a very like good a, book. Is it a matriarchy? No. Are like guys, actually? No, it's definitely more of like a, a, a women are, came up in society much more sooner than it did in actual history like in the civil war is whenever these women like discovered their superpower of being able to like draw these sigils or something and they're able to basically use magic essentially and men aren't as good at it and so naturally the men in the world start calling them witches and trying to get it banned but then the u.s is just like hey we're in the middle of a war we could probably use some female magic. And so there's lots of like segregation from the genders. And it's about this one guy who all he wants to do is be a rescue flyer, a rescue flyer philosopher guy. And, but in order to do that, most of the time you have to be a woman. You got to be a woman. Uh, And so he woman's up. Oh, what? He like Mulan styles it? No, he doesn't pretend to be a woman. He's a man living in a woman's world. But it's very oh, good. Man. I was surprised by how very good it is. Kyle, those hijinks would have been hysterical. Yeah, it definitely would have been a very good Mrs. Doubtfire situation, but I think that works better as a visual medium than it does as a, a, a literal one. Can What do you mean? We can get Can you imagine being inside of the thoughts of Mrs. Doubtfire during Mrs. Doubtfire? Every <laughs> moment, every turn, every eye twitch. He's like, "Can I see my dick?" Do you really, do, do you think that's Can what I Robin Williams dick? was doing most of the time? If if he was effectively in his role, absolutely. He would absolutely the whole time, every minute he he hugs his child. Can they feel my dick? I don't like Connor, you've done this a few weeks in a row. And I don't like some of the phrases that you use. And this is, Connor, we're just going to have this out over the podcast because that's what we got this podcast for. We went to the Kyle. podcast store, we got our podcasting license, and, and we paid good money for it. And so we might as well just do this over the air. I think you have a problem, Connor. No, no, no. Just because Mrs. Doubtfire penetrated my little boy heart doesn't oh, mean no. that there's something wrong with my vocabulary. Early, you said You just said that phrase, which is terrible. And then you just said that whenever you hug a child thinking can you can they feel my dick and i don't i don't think that's ever a good thing that's no, the problem like, it's you're trying not to right that kid would be so weirded out oh no i just don't think can we go back to actually miss Doubtfire? because now i'm thinking i would be constantly worried that one of my boobs was gonna pop 
Because obviously they're balloons, right? Were they? No, no. Robin isn't an idiot. They're probably sandbags. Oh, definitely sandbags. What if they but start leaking? Even scarier, leaking sand. <laughs> they're like, um, uh, Mrs. Doubtfire, and the kids were in English. I don't know why I did an English accent. Um, Mrs. Doubtfire, um, your boob is smaller than the other boob. And also, did you go to the beach today? Because there's sand everywhere. Let right. me build a sandcastle out of your sand boobs. Oh my gosh. Anyway, yeah. Well, I mean, I I don't want I don't want Mrs. Dalfire to take over your book because I want to see this. I I want tell me this tell weave me this tale, okay? So tell me tell me what happened when he became the woman that he became. Well, I don't want to spoil it. It's a very good uh, book. I would I would highly recommend people go and read it because it is. It's actually a very very good okay. book. Okay. Well, this was super great podcasting. The Philosopher's Flight by Tom Miller. It's a very very good book. Speaking of books, I went on to our favorite place on the internet called Reddit, and I read some really good questions that people have that they just don't want to ask anybody in real life in our in our little Reddit corner. Some people call Reddit the book of the internet, written my by f- chaos. Actually, my phone in the in the time thing, uh, in the little time spent on your phone, it's got like games, social media. Reddit is under um, reading and resources. And so whenever <laughs> it says like, that's what I've been doing for an hour, I'm like, I've been checking out my resources that's incredibly generous of your phone's i know it's so kind it's just so sweet well we do have some pretty stellar questions from our from not i guess some of them could be our listeners but why don't they just send it over here maybe they're too afraid to ask us well we found you anyway hey we'll find you no matter what this guy says why is it that i don't gain four pounds immediately after eating a four pound burrito who See, the the first the first thing is four pounds, huh? <laughs> That's a big burrito. That's a big ass burrito. That's a very very big burrito. I know people that that weigh their food, which is hysterical. You're about to put it in your bones. Why yeah. are you? Why are you trying to? Why are you trying to figure out more about what you're putting in your bones? But anyway. Yeah, that that could serve absolutely no real purpose. <laughs> if I would be terrified if I measured the amount of chicken McNuggets I had every day when I was a child. Right. I mean, how how I probably had an equivalent of 40 chicken McNuggets a day. And that's probably about 28 pounds. School. That's about 28 pounds. So what we do in this podcast is we tell jokes about being ignorant. And I think what's great is that you're pretending not to know how much things weigh there. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And so that was like super solid. But also like, Kyle, that was so stupid. <laughs> Kyle, you're so dumb. That was such, you're so stupid. That was uh, so uh, bad. Is it, I mean, is it, th- you said 40 chicken nuggets. If it was 28 pounds, that's like, you know, uh, three oh, what, quarters what, what, of a pound. I'm sorry. For I'm each sorry. Nugget. I'm sorry. Do you know what a chicken McNugget looks like? It looks like a dinosaur. It looks like a small dinosaur, a small curvy dinosaur with like little bumps on it. Yeah. Right? Little chicken butt bumps. Right. I th- I would say like at least one of them is 40 grams. Oh, hold on. We're not talking about the metric system. I didn't oh, know sorry, you were going to go sorry, sorry, there. Sorry. sorry. I guess so like point 
point zero five pounds. Well, I think that's uh, ounces. eight ounces. ounces. <laughs> you you forgot ounces. that ounces no. existed, didn't you? No, no, <laughs> no, no. Trust no. ounces are fucking weird. Can we talk about ounces for? Because there's fluid ounces, and then there's like no. We can't go back ounces. to the metric system. We got to figure out why I don't gain forty thousand chicken McNugget grams whenever I eat them. It is. It's a, why doesn't it immediately go to my bones? It's it's a physics problem, isn't it? Because it's just like where did that mass go? It can't have disappeared. Right. I wonder, and I didn't read a single damn comment, but I wonder, no, I mean, I'm going to say it, but it's silly. Air, Kyle. All right, I'm ready to just kind of take that, and I'm ready. You pass me your silliness. How, how much air was was in that burrito that was that that was taking up that weight? <laughs> no, no. It's nope. not that. Hold on, hold I know on. it's not hold that, on. but for a solid second, I hold was on, like, on, maybe on, air... Connor, can you just tell me, like, just for, I mean, because obviously we need a reference point. So how much does air normally weigh, not outside of a burrito? How does non-burrito air, how much does it weigh? This is important. Right. We got to get our facts straight, Connor. And we need to so, know how much does air weigh. It depends on how cold the air is. That's absolutely true. So we got some super, super cold air. That shit's lighter. I nope. don't know. I, I, I would say heavier. Right. That's why... Ice. Oh shit! No ice. Wait, no. I think we're wrong. Hold on. Kyle, what's happening? We're both wrong. We're having a hard time because I don't. The mass can't like if the mass isn't different, but how heavy it is is I. I don't know. We need to turn back because now we're getting into a sciencey podcast, and that is not my area of expertise. I know a lot about some really big macro stuff, but that's it. Well, Connor, let's go back then to our. Our expertise, which is to say, do you think the burrito was like steak or chicken? Because that would obviously was, affect it. Let's say it was steak. Okay, or maybe it could have been a bean burrito or an air burrito, as you have already mentioned. Let's say it was just a burrito that was just chock full of that nice chili air. Just that nice, that four pounds of air. Oh, shit, you can pressurize air, can't you? What does that mean whenever people say four pounds per square inch? Oh, so that makes more sense because you're popping in a bunch of air in one place. And so that can make it heavy. <laughs> so you need to seal the air inside of an airtight burrito. <laughs> right. How how airtight can you make a burrito? If they I, <laughs> sew it like they do a baseball? Yeah. Do you think they can make it airtight? No, they have to. They can't sew it because sewing, there's still holes. They have to weld it. <laughs> they have to weld the burrito. Like a space station. Oh, man. And then it's it's so crisp. Oh, it's very, very crisp. You oh, can't my bite God. Into that's it. the crispiest four-pound burrito you're eating. Okay. <laughs> so if we're going on this piece of logic that there are four pounds of air, it doesn't mean that, like, it, it's, it's, it's four pounds of pressured air, which means that <laughs> as soon as you bite into that burrito, four pounds worth of air pressure is going to hit you in the fucking face. So you're going to get punched <laughs> with like a four pound pressure into your open gob. <laughs> Welcome to the balloon burrito facility where we make the balloon burritos. Go ahead, please, sir. Take your sweet, sweet bite. Okay, well... Here's to knowing you, Mom. Crunch. Dead. Just dead. How, he died. I mean, it's got to be a big burrito, too. Right. Oh, my God. Yeah, that was a massive burrito. Yeah. I'm, 
can you can you make that much? That's a huge because I know them. I, I see the ones they have at at uh, at Chipotle, right? The old Chipotle. How do you make that big of a burrito holder? The 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 bread, if you will, the crust, the crust. Well, the, honestly, um, at, at this point, I'm more worried about the guac. Where is the guac? I paid extra for the guac. No, 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 no. You're not getting any guac in this boy. It's highly pressurized. <laughs> highly pressurized. Oh, my God. How embarrassing. New York Times says, get yourself out of the heat, grab a spot on the sofa, and pour yourself a cold drink. Welcome to the part Thanks, of the N-word where Connor reads notifications that popped up onto his phone. Oh, man. Maybe that's like a like that's a fun little game we have. If we get the notification goes off in the pod, we got to read it out loud. I tell you what, it's fun about as much as biting into an air-pressurized burrito. <laughs> That's that's what it feels like, Connor. We call them boom burritos because when you eat them, your head goes boom. <laughs> They're boom. Well, I call them. I want the black eye burrito. That's what I want. It's the one where as soon as you bite into it, you get a black eye. Oh my gosh, Connor! Okay. I think I think we fixed that one. I think that one. I mean, we answered the question. Obviously, you don't that's because great. all the air, all of the four pounds of air, escaped into uh, onto your face. Escaped on your face. You fucking dumb what do you think what, an, what do you this, think all that air was to be fair he probably got a concussion from falling down after he was punched by his burrito our next question asks what are flies last moments like after getting sprayed by bug spray oh Hon- yeah honestly at this point i'm trying to think i don't think i've ever sprayed a fly with bug spray they're very fast oh uh, what do you mean though Especially in Texas, where we get those huge, huge flying monsters. They're, they're, yeah, I no, smush them I, with I, my fingers. I normally smush them with my fingers too. So let's let's change it up a little bit just to better understand what this guy's. Connor, thinking. I'm not going to lie. I never have lied on this podcast. That was a lie. That was a lie. Uh, that was a lie. Nice, nice. You funny, funny boy. I've never thought to spray flies with bug spray. Is there a bug spray for flies? This is actually gonna bug me. <laughs> I've I don't think I've ever I don't think I've ever sprayed about fly with bug spray. I have a ton of bug spray because I I have a lot of roaches where I live, and so I do I spray a lot of insects. But it's I mean, is this like off? Are we talking about like mosquitoes? So if you like spray yourself with off, what happens to the mosquito if it lands on you? No, because that just that just pushes them away. I'm talking, right? I'm talking. The uh, let's say let's talk about like wasp spray. Let's think of what the but the last moments when they're trying when they're landing, right? Yeah, they're landing. You get the spray. You take them down. Right, right. They've been bothering. They've been bothering my piece for too long. Yeah, I mean, uh, so let's talk about language first, right? Because they're obviously not speaking in English. They're not American. No, Actually, they are American. They were born here. Yeah, they're American. We are going to have to... Here, I'll translate. I'll translate exactly what would happen. So I will be the the wasp in this scenario. Right. Okay, and I'm just going to kind of like translate what would happen. So go ahead and Connor, just as soon as you're ready, just kind of spray me. Get out of here, dirty boy. Oh, no. My family. They depend on me. And that's whenever you squished me. That was... Kyle, why didn't you read Shakespeare? Because I can't read and you know that. Oh, bother. These last moments of this fly are not... They're just not being done justice by, by either of us, really. You know why 
It's because they're they suck. Nobody likes them. What per I know what like purpose you know other insects serve like spiders. Spiders hold purpose is to take away flies. So right. what is the point of mosquitoes and flies and wasps? Like what do they do? I guess like bees they do pollination, but I don't think flies do pollination. Do wasps do pollination? They all they, suck. I don't know, man. I mean God has, he's mysterious, right? He does things in, in grand and mysterious ways. And I tell you what, nothing makes me, make me go praised be like seeing a wasp die. There's I tell no- you what, what, what my last moments are whenever I spray a wasp. Fuck you. Yeah. Fuck you, you dirty dark boy. Right. You get, you have the thrill of the hunt. I am, I am men. I hunt. I destroy the fly. I destroy the fly. I eat the fly. <laughs> oh, no. Don't do that. They stand on shit all day. It is a very good feeling. We did talk about we have massive flies here in Texas. And the trick is because apparently, and I had a teacher in high school tell me this, flies can see, they see time, not time, but their relative time is is much slower. And so if you try and move really fast, like by hand, a lot of times they'll see you and they move, right? The trick is to go very slowly towards them. Because then it looks like a still figure, and then you just smush them. And it's very good. It's a very good feeling to just smush a fly between your fingers in a napkin. Now, I wouldn't touch it with my bare hands. But just, it is a very good feeling. Oh, that's hysterical. That's kind of <laughs> awful, though. Can you imagine, like, you've been sitting on this this windowsill for about seven years your time? <laughs> <laughs> I've and, lived here my whole life. And this building has just been moving towards you over like every day you wake up and you're like, oh you know, I'd say last year the pink building was further away than it was this year. <laughs> but I don't write, so I I can't be for certain. I haven't measured the thing, but We'll see what happens, and then he sleeps for another seven, right? right. Yeah. Although he they do that thing, up. they do that thing with their legs in front of their like faces, so it looks like they're kind of maniacal, you know? Oh my god! The whole time he's just, look at me, I'm a fly. That's what they do. I was trying to do that with my hands to see how it made me feel, and I and I didn't like it. See, I like now. I like to imagine. See, I keep, I'm, I'm very, I'm very, um, I'm swinging a lot from back and forth because now I'm imagining as my hand comes down and the fly slowly realizes he's about to die that he's like, Ma just sent me out to get some, some shit for the family. I didn't, I didn't think this would be my last day. Ma, mama, I'll see you in fly heaven where the shit is everywhere. And then you just, yeah. And then I kill it. With my, right. with my hands. Maybe it's just because its death is so inconsequential, but it fulfills this human need to destroy. You know, because that's, right. that's an instinct we have as humanity is to destroy. I know. Maybe that's what I need more of, you know? Like, I haven't, I'm like, why am I just so sad, right? Like, why am I so upset all the time? And when's the last time I've destroyed something? Like when's some the last pe- time I've just taken something down? Some people go on Twitter to do that, but I'd rather just kill a fly. Oh, I need something physical. Yeah. I, I can't see, like, the online bullying, like, yeah, sure, it's super fun, right? But also, we are definitely not condoning online bullying. But, like, also, <laughs> there's no physical aspect of it. There's no physicality. Yeah. You know? 
And we need that. We need it to, that's how humanity talks. That's how we communicate. It's how we live is in our bodies. Our bodies are this vessel of destruction that we have in, in, you know, periled the earth with. You know what else perils the earth? This next question. Do you lose your pubes during chemo? It's a good question. This one definitely has a yes or no, right? People have been on chemo before. Are their pubes gone? It's it is it's a very easily answered question if if you find the right person. My honestly, my first thought was, do your pubes grow as fast as your hair does on your head? Because it's kind of like eyebrows, right? Like eyebrows don't grow as fast as the hair on your head. I don't. I don't think that's the case. I think. I think. Uh, I think they all go gonzo, Kyle. You think so? I think you you just go super clean. Well, the whole point of chemotherapy is that it targets you know fastly fast reproducing cells, and that's why right. hair is a part of it. But I feel like I don't think it affects every hair. I don't think it doesn't because like I, chemo patients don't look like they have like alopecia, right? Where they like, don't have any body hair. Well, right, but those I don't I I wouldn't say. And of course, we are getting super specific for those listeners who wants to know how fast me and Kyle's pubes grow. Right. Um, we're not gonna jump into that. We're not taking your bait. So the quick answer to this one is yeah. Speaking of pubes, what I like about this country is that we're kind of like the pubes of history. Right now, yeah. Right yep. now, at this point in, in American society, we're kind of like, so like the founding fathers are like, you know, like the balls. Oh, no, that's very, that's very masculine. Oh, this, this isn't going to work anymore. I was, I, I, why did I instantly go to male genitalia, Connor? We live in a phallic world and I'm sick of it. Yeah, I was going to say, you're very phallic today. <sighs> That's the first thing I thought of, and I'm very disappointed. I gotta, I need to be more inclusive of our vaginaed listeners, which is, a, that's a pubes. verb now, by the way. Oh, God. Our vaginaed listeners. It, if there's nothing going to push them away more, it's going to be trying to separate. We're all people. We're all people. We all have pubes, maybe. Well, to go back to my original very good segue... Sometimes living in America, you know, we just had 4th of July. We celebrated our Independence Day, just like the movie Independence Day. We probably killed some aliens. We all got burnt from fireworks and, and just like the grand human tradition of, of America. But sometimes living in this great land of ours from sea to si- shining she. Nope, that's not it. From, from sea to from she to, to shining, shining she. It's it's problematic, and that's what I want to talk about, Connor. Is when patriotism becomes problematic. How Ooh. how are we proud of a country that sometimes sucks? Oh man, you know, I mean, there's a super fun way to go into this, but there's also like a super deep and introspective way to think about like patriotism in general. And no. Listeners, I haven't read a book, <laughs> right? I thought you were going to say, and no, one. there's no way we can combine them. I thought that's what you were going to say. <laughs> and no, there's no way we can make it fun and deep. Doesn't well, exist. we're going to try, but we're sure going to try. Well, so firstly, 
I'm still going to celebrate because it's just an excuse of a holiday, right? It's I'm a very off. good holiday. I can dance. I can sing. My heart's content, right? I'm not back to trudging at the old at the old grind. But also while I'm doing it, I know that we got a big old turd in office doing terrible things to people that aren't myself. So, like, what do we do, right? We can celebrate, like, what we were, but that's not cool. That's like... That's like celebrating whenever you, you turn 21 when you turn 80. That doesn't make any fucking sense. It doesn't make any sense. I can't try to drink like I was 21 when I'm 80. I'll die. What if you saved a bunch of lives, though, when you were 21? Do I get... If I... So this is an even better question. If if I save 10 lives, do I get more time added on to me whenever I, before I die? Well, no, you're not like a grim reaper. You didn't take the time from them. If anything, you owe time to death. So you're probably going to live shorter. No, I saved 10 lives, so their exactly. lives are mine. You know, you cheated death. You cheated death. You took 10 lives away from him, so you owe him those 10 lives. Well, then I'll serve him back up. I'm sorry, <laughs> death. I'm not fucking with that. I'm going to just pick a different 10. Just pick a, yeah, pick like a 10 that, that weren't like... Like, totally gonna die, but, like, we're close, you know? Or not even close. Let's say some, like, several people were considering going skydiving, and that skydiving plane happens to have a screw loose the day before the flight goes out, and then it crashes and burns, and you're like, who knows what would have happened? And so they think that they owe you their lives, but... But in reality, the Reaper is satisfied. And 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 just like that, I think I'm satisfied. <laughs> but but to go back to, you know, <laughs> Wait, patriotism. You <laughs> to go back to patriotism. <laughs> I here's my problem. Patriotism looks really fun and is very very good, especially in countries like the UK <laughs> and France. And Australia and I think New Zealand like if your colors are red white and blue those are like very good colors they just go with everything and a lot of the stuff looks really good and just red white in general looks good so that you can look patriotic very easily and you can look good being patriotic you know what I mean Connor right I have one t-shirt that that has a flag on it and I and I wore it the other day no, yeah. actually, I didn't. I didn't wear it on July Fourth. I normally wear that one shirt on July Fourth. In fact, I wore that whenever. You need to we wash to, it. I it, ooh, yeah, it's ooh, it smells like fireworks. <laughs> uh, but it's no, it's uh, I wore it whenever we went to July Fourth in in Houston, and uh, but I, I I've only worn it once. But there, that's about it. Yeah, I I just think the colors are really good. So that's good. That's a good thing about patriotism. No matter what, the colors are good, guys. We picked good colors. Also, yeah. Sweden. I really like Sweden's colors. I'm gonna, I'm gonna allow a pass for Sweden. I like blue and and gold or blue and yellow. See, that's a really good point though, because like red, white, and blue are so contrasting colors. Yes. Like they don't like whenever people wear like the shirts and stuff. I'm like, guys, come on, that doesn't match. Wait, Where you're saying were red, white, stylists? and blue don't match? Where were the stylists whenever they made the American flag? What are you talking about? Where Those were, colors perfectly was, contrast. Where was uh, where was the guy from, shit, Phantom Thread? Where was that guy at? Why didn't he take care of 
Betty Ross's old old stripes. Sweet, sweet Betty Ross. So that doesn't really answer the question that we put together. No, we've we've gotten very no. good at not We're trying answering to skate the question. Around. We're trying to skate around this very serious topic about some really dark things that the blonde boy is doing in the office. I think one thing that is actually very important is to recognize that a country is not a government and that that's okay. Yeah. You know? Like we are we are the United States of America here. Oh, and that, I don't I don't know about that though, man. Like what establishes the country as itself is I mean at least is the people. In, is the people, but the people put something together that says it's a country. They go no, like, the hey, people this is what we are. The, the people form a government. Look, I can get into political science all god dang day, okay? I don't know, man. I no, haven't he, taken the a, class yet, so you'll get me on that. And... A government a government is separate from a country. A government is how whoever the leaders of the country dictate the laws of that of that country. Yeah, but who put who puts those boys in there? Or who, girls, we need more girls. Whoever the 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 they country dictates so in this case we set up a representative democracy and we elect people to make those decisions and sometimes those people suck but a congressman is not the united states and a president is not the united states but we are they're they're literally called representatives yeah they're representatives but it doesn't mean they are the united states they represent the united states yes they do and sometimes they do it very badly but so just are. know that the representatives are not all of us. So exactly. like some are good. It's just it's just like whenever people say some cops are are good. You know, like you it's exactly like that. Like some of us are pretty good. Most of us are pretty good. And matter of fact, a majority of us didn't even want Trump as president and that that's that's fine. So you can kind of go based on that. You know, yeah, hey, most whole, of us, if we're talking, bunch. if we're talking about democracy by its definition of a majority rule, you know, most of us didn't want it. And that's OK. But also most of us really didn't want any of them because they, they actually they didn't yeah, give us a whole did, lot of choice. He did. He also lost the popular vote. So he really didn't. That's what I was talking about. Didn't want him. Kyle, he lost the popular vote. That's what I was saying that whole time. Where are you even listening? Kyle, he's gonzo. <laughs> and that's how we saved the government. And that's, All I'm saying. We did it. All I'm saying is that don't feel guilty about watching Chinese fireworks blow up around you and eating hot dogs that were made from Germany. And basically just enjoy the fact that we've stolen every other culture around the world and we've taken it and made it our own and put red, white, and blue around it and that that's okay. Mm. I think that's what I'm going to do. I mean, we record. This is going to come out the day after July 4th, but tomorrow's July 4th for me recording. You mean, you mean two days after July 4th? Whatever. I already tried to basically say like, oh, we've already, you know, we've already celebrated July 4th, but now you're ruining it. You're ruining yeah, the whole. we're fucking the continuity. Oh, it's no. fine. I got to figure out what I'm going to do tomorrow. I think I'm going to go hiking in Malibu. I'm excited. The most American thing you can do. Hey, Connor, I want to thank our listeners for listening to the M word. Thank you so much for doing that. I love it whenever you do that. <laughs> the, way, the way that I thank people? No, I was talking to the listener. I'm not talking oh, to you, listening? Connor. Yeah. Oh, this is the end of our show. Did you not get the cue? Thank you for listening. And please, if you're not already subscribed to this podcast, you can listen to more good, good stuff. Also, leave a rating. We've had a little stagnation in ratings. We need some more of those boys. We need to know what yeah, we're it, doing if you like what we're doing. We know for a fact that there are hundreds of you listening every single week. And there's only like 20 reviews. 
And so that's not the same number. And I, I'm not good at math, but like there should be more. So Just if you're pop listening, open the five pop up in a one. Exactly. Like if you what? if you're like, hey, you guys need to do your thing better. Be like. Just tell us what what we got going on. Is it because we need to stop talking about um, politics? Because, like, give us the one and then you're gonzo. No, give us a five, but then tell us how to improve. Give us a five and then tell us what you want. If you give us a one... if you give us a one, we're not going to do it. If you give us a five, we're we're your monkeys. If you give us a one, that's podcast murder. And you you have that stain on your soul. Yeah, then you'll owe the Grim Reaper some souls. So you, you can also follow us on Twitter at mwordpod. Things are really kicking off over there. Really enjoying the old Twitterverse. Um, you can also follow Con- follow. Oh no, what is that voice? You can also follow Connor follow, and I over on Instagram. Connor and I on Instagram. You can follow me at that boy Connor and at Kyle at at Kyle the Turner. Hey, Connor, if you want us to stop... I don't know why I said, hey, Connor, I'm not talking to you. Hey, listeners, if you want us to stop talking about politics, you should send us an email with some problems that you need solving. You can send that email to ck at mwordpod.com, and you can do it anonymously. Just, like, leave whatever name you want us to say on the show. It can be, like, you know, beautiful, beautiful bird. Hi, uh, sincerely beautiful bird. Sincerely, yeah, just use whatever name you want. Like Curtis. Or Cindia, who did our album artwork. Thank you, Cindia. Also, Grantster, also just Grant, for making the music for the intro and the outro Millennial Juice Flute and Ballad of a Dusky Boy. And like we said at the beginning, thank you so much to our patrons, Vicky and Eve and Jeep. Thank you so much for supporting the show. If you can give a dollar to this show, it seriously helps us so, so much because then we have a dollar. And that is good. And that adds up. It becomes $12 over 12 months. That's math anybody can do. And if you want to do that, you can go to patreon.com slash mwordpod, or you can go to our website, mwordpod.com. Thank you so much for listening to the M Word. And as always, it's Disney Channel. Now, <laughs> oh, that, that was very nostalgic for me. Mm. Bye. Bye. Bye.